Welcome to the Sunday morning podcast from Kingdom Faith Church in Burgess Hill. This message is by Clive Urquhart. Don't you just love the fact that Jesus is alive? Yay, come on everybody, just shout out wherever you are in your homes, wherever you're connecting into this morning. Let's just lift our hands for a minute and say, thank you, Jesus, that you are alive, that the grave could not hold you, death could not hold you, sin could not stop you, sickness could not push you back. You've overcome all of those things. You've risen from the dead. You are alive. Come on. There's so much to celebrate, so much to rejoice in this morning. And the brilliant thing is, when you know Jesus, every day is resurrection day. Every day is a day to celebrate who Jesus is in our lives. So a brilliant, brilliant Happy Easter to all of you guys out there across all the ages, all the congregations today. Today is a day to rejoice. And what we're gonna do for a few minutes is just go over a little bit of what took place when the disciples or some of them went to the grave and what they discovered and then what happened afterwards. Uh, Amazing, amazing story. Of, uh, of what God did and then what is He still doing today in our lives. So uh, here's a little bit of a picture of the story, okay? So Jesus, as we've heard on Good Friday, He went to the cross and He went to the cross taking all of our sin upon Himself. So anything that could separate us from God, any negative, whatever shape or form that would look like in people's lives, he took all of that upon himself. And the Bible says he became sin, right? So that we could be forgiven. And so that we could actually then know God and have a relationship with God. Also, when Jesus went to the cross, he took every sickness, every pain, everything like that could affect us mentally, physically and emotionally. He took all of those things again on himself so that we could be healed in every way so that we could be forgiven of our sin, healed in every way possible and made into a new person, okay? Now, How come Jesus rose from the dead? We're going to come to that in a minute uh, as we go through the story. But what was taking place at that moment? After he was taken off the cross and he was put into the grave, there was a lot going on around that moment, okay, around that situation. So what actually took place? Now, the Pharisees, the religious leaders, they were afraid that the disciples of Jesus were going to somehow get into the grave, steal away Jesus' body and then claim that he was resurrected because that's what Jesus said was going to happen. So the religious leaders, they were afraid and they did not want that to happen. So they went to the, the Roman leaders and they said, we want you to make sure that the grave stone is properly properly over that grave and there's no way that Jesus could get out or anybody could get in. And so what the Roman uh, soldiers did, what Pilate did, who was in charge of all the, the Roman soldiers, he said, right, take a guard, go to the tomb and secure it and make sure you put a seal on it, 
around the stone so that nobody can get in. And if somebody breaks that seal, then we know somebody's got in there that shouldn't have got in there. And then put guard, uh, put a guard, put some guards either side of the stone and make sure nobody can get into that grave. Now, how many of you know that no matter what people do, they can't stop God? I love that, don't you? So even though the religious leaders wanted to stop God, even though the Roman soldiers wanted to stop God and they tried to do whatever they did, nothing was going to stop God from doing what he was going to do, raising Jesus from the dead. And I love that. Now, we want to go into the story a little bit. Matthew 28, okay? It was now the Sabbath day. Uh, after, Sorry, it was the, after the Sabbath. The following morning, on the first day of the week, in Matthew 28, verse 1, it says that Mary Magdalene and the other Mary went to look at the tomb. There at Now, they were on their way to go into the tomb. Now, at that moment, verse 2, look at this. There was a violent earthquake. Now, what happens when there's an earthquake? Uh, I don't know, you know, but everything begins to shake. Everything, you know, begins to rattle and roll. And why? Because everything, I could ask... Uh, the, Laura to shake the camera, but that might, I don't know, might not do you guys any good at home. But uh, so, so what happens? Everything shakes. The earth moves, buildings shake, everything is shifted. But it says there was a violent earthquake. Wow, that must have freaked some people out. Something was shifting at that moment. What happened? There was a violent earthquake. Everything was shaking. And then it said, for an angel of the Lord came down from heaven. Wow. Now, was it the angel of the Lord that came down from heaven that caused the earthquake? Or was it that at that moment when there was a violent earthquake, Jesus was rising from the dead. Jesus was coming alive in the tomb at that moment. And because Jesus had overcome sin and death, and sickness and the enemy, the devil and everything that could separate us from God. The Holy Spirit was in there in the tomb and raised Jesus uh, to life. And at that moment, boom, because the Son of God was coming alive, all of creation, everything responded to the life and the power of God rising up at that moment. Everything was shaking. Why? Because all of creation was, was being told, Jesus is alive. He's risen from the dead at that moment. And the angel came down and rolled the stone away. And then he sat on the stone and Jesus obviously left the tomb at that moment, okay? But what does it say? The angel of the Lord came down and going to the tomb, uh, rolled back the stone and sat on the stone. Then what does it say? His appearance, the angel was like lightning. Now imagine that, picture what that looks like. You know, when you look up at the sky and there's a massive storm going on and then you can see this lightning, this forked lightning in the sky. And when that happens, the whole of the sky is lit up like that. And often when there's a big storm like that, your initial reaction is to, wow, that's amazing because it's so bright that you, you, wanna, you wanna shut your eyes in that moment because it lights everything up. And, and he said, this angel, his appearance was like lightning and his clothes were as white as snow. Now, what is it like when this heavy snowfall and 
everything is white. Everything just is, looks absolutely stunning. It's beautiful and it's so white. You don't see any dirt, any other colors. It just looks so pure when you look over at an amazing sight. And this angel was sitting there like lightning, as pure as snow. Then the guards that were trying to protect this tomb, it says they were so afraid of him that they shook and became like dead men. They didn't die, but they were so afraid, they froze in the moment and they couldn't do anything. They couldn't respond, they couldn't act, they couldn't say anything. Why? Because God was turning up, God was doing something. Jesus was coming alive at that moment. And, uh, and these guys just went into, into this mode where they, they just couldn't move, the guards, the Roman soldiers. But then in verse five, it says, the angel said to the women when they arrived, do not be afraid for I know that you are looking for Jesus who was crucified. He is not here, he has risen just as he said. Wow. Then he says to them, come and see the place where he lay. So he showed them the tomb and obviously they found the tomb was empty. Then the angel said, go quickly and tell the disciples he has risen from the dead and is going ahead of you to Galilee. There you will see him, now I have told you. So the women hurried from the tomb, filled with joy, and they ran to tell the other disciples. You know, you know when something exciting has happened uh, in your life or in your home, or something goes on that's really exciting, you wanna tell people, you wanna tell everybody, and something amazing, the most exciting thing that could ever happen to these guys at that moment, was that Jesus wasn't dead any longer, he was alive. And man, they were, they were running back to the other disciples. Hey, Jesus is alive, he's alive, he's alive, he's alive. How many of us, knowing that Jesus is alive, we wanna go and tell people, hey, do you know that Jesus is alive? He's not dead. He's not just a historical figure. He's not just, a, uh, you know, in the past, but Jesus is alive today. And this is what he does in our lives and for us in people's lives. And so they ran back and in verse 10, then, uh, sorry, uh, they suddenly, verse nine, as they were running to the disciples to tell them, Jesus appeared to the two Marys. And he said, greetings. And then they clasped him by his feet and began to worship him. Wow, the first response we wanna have today is to worship Jesus, is to thank him for who he is and what he's done for us. It's because of his love that never ever fails that he went to the cross became sin, basically it became, he became guilty on our behalf. The punishment of sin was put upon him. And it's because of his love that he went to the cross. And our first response, like the two Marys this morning is Jesus, you are so worthy of all the worship I could ever give you. You are wonderful, you are, your love is unfailing. I thank you for your forgiveness. I thank you for your healing. I thank you that you are worthy, worthy, worthy. You're the worthy one. We, we wanna worship like they do and, and even bow down uh, like they did. And then Jesus says to them, don't be afraid. Go and tell my brothers to go to Galilee where they will see me. 
Today is a day of celebration. It's a day of thanksgiving. It's a day of worshiping Jesus. But it's also a day of commissioning, a day of sending. Because when these guys then went to Galilee over the next few days, it took about two or three days to walk to Galilee if you went by foot, about, about three days to walk there. And Jesus had something in mind. So he was raised from the dead, overcame all the power of sin and death and hell on the cross. That's why he rose from the dead. But from rising from the dead, there was then a 40 day period between him rising from the dead and then being, uh, then being ascended and then going into heaven. Okay, there was about 40 days between the two. And during that 40 days, what Jesus was gonna do was get all the disciples ready to then receive the Holy Spirit, which came 10 days after he was resurrected. So 50 days after the resurrection day, the disciples and the, the 120 in the upper room were baptizing the Holy Spirit, okay? And so the, the 40 days, if you like, after Jesus was resurrected, before he went up to heaven, he was gonna make sure they were ready, 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 ready. Okay, and he, all the last instructions and commands and teaching and all of that that he was going to do in their lives was to send them and release them. And so on this Resurrection Sunday, the, f the, the first thing that Jesus did was, hey guys, uh, to Mary, the two Marys, he said to them, okay, go and tell the disciples, meet me in Galilee, meet me, because something really important that I'm going to tell you guys. And when they got there, this is what he said in verse 18 of Matthew 28. Jesus came to them and this is what he said, after being raised from the dead, okay, a few days later, he said, all authority in heaven and on earth has been given to me, given to Jesus. Then he said to them, go now, go and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father, the Son and the Holy Spirit, teaching them, teaching the people, show by example as well as teaching, show by example how to live this relationship with me, how to live what you've learned, what you know. And I'm going to be with you till the very end of the age. So I'm not just going to go up and leave you. I'm going to send my Holy Spirit to come upon you to then live this life in the way that I've called you to. So Today is a day of celebration. It's a day of worship. It's a day of thanksgiving. It's a day really to humble ourselves before the Lord and say, Jesus, I don't deserve what you've done in my life, but I thank you for your amazing mercy that treats me in a way that I don't deserve and, and your amazing grace that then enables me to live in the good of everything that you have given me and done in my heart and my life by knowing you but it's also a day of commissioning. It's a day where God says, okay, guys, it's a day of release. It's a day of commissioning in your life, a day to, to, to be ready to tell your friends, whether they're family or friends or whoever they are, get ready to tell them about Jesus, about me, who I am. This is what Jesus was saying to them. And I'm giving you the authority. I'm going to empower you. And as you go in my name, I'm going to be with you 
to, to carry on what I've begun and what I've started. So Jesus was basically saying, I've, I've shown you how to live. I've shown you how to love others. I've shown you how to share the gospel of the kingdom. I've shown you how to heal the sick. I've shown you how to do all kinds of things, how to love people and serve people. Now carry that on and do the same and take what I've done in you to your neighbor, to your friends, to your school, to your workplace, wherever you go, take this life and this kingdom and the power of who I am. And so we're gonna pray this morning. We're gonna thank God for what he's done in our lives. And we're gonna allow him then to commission us and send us in terms of what he wants to do. So Father, we thank you that this is a day of celebration, a day of thanksgiving, a day of worship and a day of being commissioned, being sent. So first of all, Jesus, we worship you. All the glory, all the honour and all the thanks belong to you. We thank you that you have made it possible for us to be forgiven of every sin. Now, if there's anything that you need to ask him to forgive you for this morning, just do that now. Whatever that might be, anything that comes to mind, any way in which you know I need to be forgiven for this or that, whatever it might be, just say, Jesus, I ask you to forgive me for this. I ask you to forgive me for that. And immediately he forgives. That's the amazing thing about Jesus. Whenever we ask him to forgive us, immediately he forgives, wipes the slate clean and you have a new start. Thank you, Jesus, for your forgiveness in our hearts and lives. We thank you for your healing grace and power right now. So if you need some healing now, Jesus heals in a moment, you know, he can do stuff just like that because that's who he is, that's what he does. And so if there's any ailments, physical symptoms, stuff that you're struggling with right now, is you just, whether you're sitting there, kneeling there, standing there, wherever, whatever position you're in now, just reach out to him as if you're saying, Jesus, I thank you that you are my healing and I take hold of my healing right now. I take hold of, and every symptom, we take authority now over in our bodies, aches and pains, muscle conditions, blood disorders, breathing trouble, uh, headaches, uh, migraines, ear infections, uh, problem with eyesight, uh, um, uh, throat conditions that are uh, sore throats and, and illnesses like that. Somebody has a digestive thing when you swallow food and it goes down your whole kind of track here. There's a lot of pain. We just command that to be healed right now. We command your body to be healed and free from pain. Thank you, Jesus, for, for joints being healed. Clicky jaws, stop clicking now so people can eat properly without being in any pain. There's some knees that God is healing right now. Somebody's got a cartilage issue and God is healing your cartilage right now. This is Resurrection Sunday. This is new life. This is what we're living in as believers, amen. So Father, I thank you for your healing grace in people's lounges, in people's dining rooms, in people's bedrooms, wherever you're sitting now, your conservatory. You might be out in your garden, I don't know. But just be healed right now. Father, I thank you for your power at work in the name of Jesus right now. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. 
Thank you, Lord. There's a few people who are connecting in today. You don't know Jesus. You've never begun, never had a relationship with Him. And He longs for you to have a relationship with Him. He longs for you to know Him. Why do we know that? Because of what He went through on the cross. If, it was, if you were the only person on the planet, He still would have done it for you. That's the nature of His love. So if you want to respond to Jesus this morning, and you want to thank Him for what He did on the cross for you today. You can literally, where you are now, say, Jesus, I thank you for who you are. I thank you for what you've done for me. I need your forgiveness. I am a sinner. I have sinned. I need your forgiveness. And I ask you to cleanse my life and my heart of every sin right now. And I ask you to forgive me for everything that I've done that has separated me from you. Jesus, I thank you right now that you forgive, you clean me up on the inside and I give you my life now. And I ask you, you would give me your life. I want you to come and live in me. That's what it means to give your life to Jesus. You give him your life and then you ask him to give you his life. And he comes in like a flood because he loves you, because he wants to be living in you. So Father, I thank you for people responding like that this morning, that you come and meet with them, you show yourself who you are to them, and you come and live in them. And today's a new day for you. It's resurrection day for you if you're surrendering and giving your life to Jesus today. This is so, so good. Maybe somebody you've been away from God and you're coming back to him today. What a great day to come back to him. Resurrection Sunday, resurrection day. And you know how to do that. Jesus, I'm, I should have forgiven me for all the stuff I've done. I've gone back to this, that and the other. I thank you that you forgive me right now. And I thank you that I come back to you and step back into that relationship with you. There is no condemnation for you. There is no guilt for you. There's no shame for you. Why? Because when you ask him to forgive you, God lifts off that shame, that guilt. The lies of the enemy are broken over your life and you can come back into that relationship with him. Clean, pure, clear conscience. Why? Because that's what God does in us as people. So Jesus, I thank you that you're meeting with people right now and you're working in people's hearts right now. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Now, for the next few moments, we're just going to have a, a, there's a worship track on that Toby and Luke recorded earlier in the week called Greater Than It All. Greater Than It All. And so while we're, you can just worship, spend a few minutes, next five, six minutes, just worshiping, thanking the Lord for who He is and what He's done. And let's just encounter Him. If you need to keep receiving, then do that. Receive your healing, whatever you need from Him, just continue to receive from Him this morning. So let's just spend a bit of time worshiping now using this song, Greater Than It All. Thank you, Jesus. Greater than it all. It is finished. It is done. He is alive. He is risen. And we can rejoice in who He is. Just want to read Romans 8 verse 11 uh, to you guys. If the Spirit of Him who raised Jesus from the dead is living in you, he who raised Christ from the dead will also give life to your mortal bodies through his spirit who lives in you. When you know Jesus, his spirit is living in you. He gives life to you. And then we can then be life to others. 
So as lockdown is beginning to ease off and we can begin to meet outside with more people and, and, and in different ways, whether groups of six or in a couple of households, let's be life to people, let's encourage people, uh, let's just love people in the way that Jesus did. Let's share our stories, our testimonies, let's share who Jesus is with people, particularly over this Easter weekend, and let's see what God is gonna do in and through our lives. And one of the things we can do uh, is invite people to Alpha, which is beginning in the next few days. So let's have a quick look at this video. Have an absolutely blessed and happy Easter. Bless you. Thank you for listening to this Kingdom Faith podcast. We trust it's been an encouragement to you. For more information and resources from Kingdom Faith and our other audio and video podcasts, please visit www.kingdomfaith.com. 